All right. So I'm joined today by Plus Minus. They're an American band formed in, I think, 2001. They're out of New York, New York. If you look them up online, they'll say, known for blending into electronic and traditional instruments. instruments, they have sought to use electronics to recreate traditional indie rock song forms. I'm not sure if they would agree with that, but what I heard from them first was their 2008 album, You Are Here, which I, I just loved. I think uh, a friend of mine had turned, it, turned me onto it and had given me at the same time an album from the Dismemberment Plan, Change which I think Pitchfork Media actually gave a stellar review at the time of your album and compared it uh, to Dismemberment Plants album. So I was super excited to hear it. And uh, yeah, I've been kind of hooked ever since. Let's go around the circle and introduce ourselves. I, everyone knows me if they listen to the show. So we'll start with you, James. Uh, oh, introduce myself. I'm James. Uh, I play guitar and I sing. And uh, yeah, okay. that's me. Do you do the audio production too? Uh, I mean, yes, okay. but we all oh, kind really? of do okay, it. Okay, cool. We're, we're all kind of like doing it as a, as a group. Cool. Um, cool. Yeah. Uh, Patrick. Uh, hi, I'm Patrick. Um, I play guitar and um, sing about a third of the time. And I also I mostly do at least on James's songs, whatever he tells me to do. <laughs> <laughs> or basically what he can't do. Okay. And sing. And sing gotcha. at the same time. Which is most things. Uh, no, sign me up for one of you, man, Patrick. That sounds awesome. And then Chris, could you introduce yourself, please? Sure. I'm Chris. Uh, and I play drums and various other small bits, but it's mostly drums. Cool. Chris does what James and I can't do. Okay. <laughs> on the Which pad, is, uh, in addition yeah. to playing drums. <laughs> you know, yeah, uh, drums are uh, are a special are a special skill. That's for sure. Um, I I really actually love your drum work, by the way, Chris. Um, do you, any Thank of you. you guys have like side gigs, or um, is is plus minus your main money maker, as they say? That's what we live off of. Oh yeah, all the money, all the money that comes in. From yeah. <laughs> we we sleep on mattresses made of cash. <laughs> uh, I assume you're you're joking. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, I, I hear you. Music is hard to make money in these days. That's for sure. A lot of a lot of people make music. But this is the main. Yeah, this is was... our main creative outlet. I would say, as a band, yeah. this is our main band. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, it was, there was a time, um, like in the, in the nineties, uh, where Patrick and I were, were in this band versus, and we were more, more or less professional musicians, but, uh, most of this band, uh, most of this band's lifetime, we've been, uh, you know, doing jobs here and there. Even I had another thing for a while. And yeah, even, uh, even Chris, were you a yeah. filmmaker or like a video production person for a while or something like that uh no not really for fun i would i shot what three or four of our videos um and one of them won an award uh so i would shoot edit direct yeah that's why i thought um, you you were a filmmaker because you won an award and i was like oh well i mean he's probably yeah doing this at least on the side <laughs> but okay 
truly no, on the side, sort of like, like something back that, burner on the side. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. But even in, even when we James and I were in verses, and even though that was uh, more of a full time thing, mostly, uh, it was it's hard to it's hard to in New York City to even unless you're doing it year round, it's pretty hard to uh, for it to cover all your overhead. So in in between in between tours, I was still, you know, temping here and there. Or there was a, a good period where I actually had a full time job, and they were crazy enough to say, "Just take a leave of absence and you go on tour and come back when you're done." And I was like, "Hey, wow. do Super do you know awesome. of any other any other jobs like this?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we basically for a time we all had jobs, like right? That. Yeah, because we were trying to go on tour a lot and uh new york you know, is as, a, uh, as they say right yeah. yeah yeah this is like the worst place to be in a bib and, is it know, as far as like well you know you, you earn all your money mm-hmm. on the road basically and then you have to come back to the most expensive city maybe the second most expensive city in the country um and it just doesn't go as far actually i don't think that's true but uh but go ahead sorry What's that? That that it doesn't. No, the 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 most expensive city, real estate wise, it is San Francisco, but cost of living, it is New York City. (laughs) No, let's get pedantic about real estate prices for sure. I'm I'm getting. (laughs) I like to point. I like to point Um, these things out. But (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I you know, uh, at least for that, uh, you know, obviously it's easier to get noticed here. Is it? Um, because there's. Well, there's more people, I guess. Well, maybe it isn't actually. Maybe there are too many bands here too. Maybe this is the worst place to live. <laughs> and we just I've, haven't figured I mean, it I've out. been to New York City a few times. <laughs> I love the place, uh, but I cannot yeah. get a feel for how different. Like I, I've tried to make it as a musician in Seattle and Tacoma, out here, um, and um, mm-hmm. it's you know the competition's stiff out here. So I imagine with the population density in like a Manhattan or the surrounding boroughs that, you know, it would be even worse. Right. So um, I guess, yeah, it doesn't surprise me that it would be um, a kind of like you got a lot of opportunity to get noticed, I guess, is is maybe a good way to phrase that. Would you guys agree? But you're also competing with about a million other things on any night that you're playing. Exactly. So it's not you know yeah i mean that's it's it's probably just a mixed bag you know because i think you can there are bands that i saw that they would play every month yeah you know which i don't i don't know if you can do that in smaller towns and not and people not want to like you know they just stop coming no it's a balancing act you know you can overplay to your audience for sure but it but i think here you can you can play a lot and you know, I don't know. People were always telling us we should play once a month, and I was like, "Are you crazy?" <laughs> you know, but I, I guess people do it, and that's how they. Is it hard know, to book a venue in New York? I'm sorry to, to cut you off. I thought you were done, James. No, no. Um, like in in Seattle, I'll say that you've got to like basically justify that you can more or less fill the venue um, somehow um before they'll yeah. they'll likely book you a show and unless they know you or get a reference yeah yeah that's tough is that the case in in manhattan um, or is it like there are so many venues that like if you're willing to go to a to a, a place off 
you know, off of uh, the main drag for, for lack of a better word, uh, that you can find a place to play and make some money. I think, you know, if you are opening for other people, mm-hmm. you can, you can play anywhere as, you know, I mean, that, that's a challenge too, actually, but, um, but yeah, if you want to headline a show, you, you better be able to get some yeah, people in sure. there for sure. You know, um, yeah, that's a, that's always a consideration that you don't, even if you get the show, you don't want to burn the club and then never get asked back. That's true. It's true. Even so, if they didn't yeah. ask you in advance whether or not you can fill the venue, if you don't fill the venue, they're not going to ask you back. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think we've been mostly lucky in New York. I can only think of one show in New York that yeah. I was like, e. <laughs> <laughs> guess we're not playing here again Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the, just to like level set this, the whole idea of this this kind of podcast is, is based on the idea that if you wanted to and you had like 300 bucks you could probably start recording your own music no problem probably for even cheaper than that now these days which kind of has driven a it was unfortunate that that coincided with the birth of Napster, which kind of like almost killed the music industry in, in some ways, you know. But the other point is that like, it's cool that anyone can make their own music. And so I do want to kind of talk about some more technical stuff. And since you are all apparently involved in production, I specifically want to make sure I don't let any we go don't let us go past the time without talking about the isolation series of videos that you guys did during COVID. Because I mean, number one, I love, I love the new material that you guys have put out, but like on top of that, I just, I'm interested in technically how you pulled it off. Like, is it a classic music video style where, you know, you had a, a, a studio recording for lack of a better word that you were, you were playing along to, or was it live recorded? Uh, is that that's where you want to start oh no no Um, (laughs) no where do you want to start no no i i just um let's start there (laughs) i mean i'm a nerd because but uh, that's the first thing i thought so like yeah sure no yeah no that's that's fine um because the first part was like you know i was like napster that was a while ago (laughs) but um but yeah i I, but you know before we get there, I, I would just want to say, like, um, like the history of this band is really about that self-recording. Huh. You know, I don't think this band would really exist if that wasn't an option. And that kind of stuff really started happening in the late 90s. Mm-hmm. And we're kind of just chasing that in this band. Um you know, I mean, I, I don't know if people, and I don't want to give a lecture here, but like, it really was hard to create a studio quality recording before, um, before like the late mm-hmm. 90s. And, um, you know, if there's anything that this, that I think this band is about, it's like, it was kind of like, you know, born off, out of like trying to figure out how to use this new mm-hmm. software you know um as far as those those isolation songs they kind of began i don't know where did we get the idea 
You guys remember? Um, <laughs> I mean, I thought Chris. I thought Chris I, was the. I'll just say me. <laughs> no, I, yes. I, I don't know well, if that's true. Or not. The, I don't remember like the exact. Certainly the. The idea. Yeah, I mean the ideas came mm-hmm. from Chris uh, initially, and uh, but like the idea to do the like, thing. Yeah, like deciding to do it. Where did that? How did, well, that did the songs I mean, it exist like a thing before you do. did the videos? I guess would be my leading no. question. No, so that's so. Yeah. There's two parts of it. Like one, how did we decide to do it? We're not quite sure. I think probably it's possible. I was just like, hey, we should. I'll just record something, mm-hmm. and that's what happened. So I, I on all of those songs, um, I started them on the drums without any melodic or song structure at all. So or a guitar. Or, you sent one of them. That's the right. Guitars. True. One of them I just started with the guitar. But there's a couple of them where it was just the drums, and I was implying structure through that. And then I, I recorded it with three or four different iPads and phones. And sent those to James mm-hmm. or Pat, and they chose which one they wanted to take next. And then the song was crafted out of that. So it really did just start with non-melodic drums. I guess one of them started with the guitar that I that I recorded, uh, but that was just one part. And the rest of it kind of just formed organically out mm-hmm. of that. First time we ever wrote like yeah. that, like truly like a three and a half minute drum take that was behind no song, and then. <laughs> A song had to come out of it. That feels like a daunting task as a guitarist and and vocalist primarily. Like you know, I can cobble together a drum part or a bass part, but like, uh, man, to just get like this super complex. Uh, are you talking about the first one in your isolation series, there, Chris? That's what you're talking about. Um, well, all of them. All so, of them, really. Yeah. Th- oh, the, wow. Yeah. So the first one, I actually sat down and played what I thought would be the quintessential. Like like the normal the most normal plus minus song I could think of, including the, the where the chorus was and where where the verses would be and how long how many repetitions of the verses, in five at that tempo, and like that was, on purpose to try it was like a softball mm-hmm. it was like hey guys we could do this in our sleep right like this is a plus minus song, um and it that that's what it was I like <laughs> it, it. not to be exactly that yeah. Um, the other one, the second one, I guess I started with a guitar part, and then the third one uh, that we released was also just me playing a drum track and then sending it on. Oh, did we? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right, because it was like a it was like a sitcom, right? You had multicam recordings of him, right? So like you could switch between them. That's what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. 
Sure. Yeah. I think so. April. April and May. So I think so. we were. Yeah, we're talking like freezer trucks, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and when we were doing this, um, I think only James was set up at home with, you know, proper recording gear. Um, so Chris and I were, I was sending, you know, the, the video that, I use to film the whatever I was playing mm -hmm. is both is both the video and the audio on the recordings um, and the vocal on that song is me singing into my ear buds or ear what are they earpods earbuds mm-hmm um, you're talking about the song that starts with the la 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 yeah yeah, yeah. 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 And I wasn't sure. I was going to ask you specifically if you had recorded the the audio because you're standing outside at, at the time, right? When uh, in in the videos, as far as I recall, right? So like, yeah, I, I, like how did you not get all this like <sighs> wind background noise? Like you see, you seem like you're standing in a city. I don't know. Well, no, it's yeah, good. I mean, it's I get COVID. Thanks, one thing you did for us, I guess, huh? Give us a nice recording environment outside. Yeah, and it yeah, was. I um, feel like it's worth it. I don't know. But I was <laughs> saying that the nice thing about the whole, that whole process to me was, um, more, it, it did remind me a lot of four tracking, mm. you know, cassette four tracking. Uh, right. Just because d you, I didn't have any other choice than just to use my phone or an iPad to record. Right. And so, you know, I mean, those things, these things sound pretty, pretty good. Oops. My garage band just crashed. It's all right. Okay. So we got the backup recording. I'll just uh, sub it in for the cloud recording. Resume when you can. I'm in. Um, I restart it. Oh, probably less taxing. Quick time player. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. You mean to to try and find like a, a chord progression or like a melody or something that you felt like uh, went along with that as opposed to starting the other way around? 
because that's how I write songs. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but that's normally I think of like a da, 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 to, you know, give an example. Mm hmm. Mhm. Mm Did you guys yeah, and like the, the difference in the creative process that you guys experienced there? And also, uh, was it the case that like someone took the drum part that Chris had sent and like added their part and then bounced a mix or they just upload a wave or a file of just their part and understood that eventually someone would try and mix it all together? James did all of that. So like if, if Chris sent something to me, like on that, the song we're talking about, the la 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 la. Mm -hmm. um, I had an idea to just put it, I, so I, I I recorded playing along to the drum track that he sent, and it was incomplete. Um, my my tracks, my parts actually were longer than his, what he sent me. So I just made sure that I got every part that I had written that I wanted to be in there, and so it was it was enough. I just sent that off to James. He chopped it up into what he what made sense to him. Sent it back to me and said, well, you know. And over the course of writing it, we made some changes, but like sometimes I would send him something and I'd say, you know, at, you know, 244, cut the drums out and then add this part at two, at, you're just using time as the, you know, as a guide. Mm -hmm. um, and then it was, I guess the, the process of it for me was fun in that way because it didn't, when we're in the studio, we do tend to get, or maybe I, I should speak for myself, a little precious about, I, you get precious about ideas and, mm -hmm. and, and you, this was kind of, I, I did find it also kind of freeing to be doing it alone. Like I didn't, you know, wasn't kind of in the room feeling a little, you know, you feel a little under pressure when you're trying to track something sure. in the studio. Sure. Um, so, so just doing it at home without anyone out, that was liberating in a way and also just that not being precious about it just okay well this is the part this is i'm just going to send this off see what happens yeah i don't think there's any notion that this that in the beginning that we were going to release it maybe like we didn't or that it would ever be on an album this was like something that was purely uh to document our time yeah like what we were going through like but not not in a sort of like hey COVID sucks and oh that we're gonna write about that but just more like we're kind of all in isolation but we're gonna try to still be together how can we kind of keep kind of how can we write that down and and so that made us a lot less um precious it made me a lot less precious like i had no idea really what was gonna uh come of whatever i recorded and, and i would do those in like two takes it'd be like one two i gotta go make dinner <laughs> like it's just like I didn't ha I didn't have the time to do anything else. Gotcha. Like my my eight year old was pressing record, so I'm like press record, press don't knock that one over. Press record, <laughs> okay, shh, be quiet, take, 
And then I was like, okay, stop. <laughs> I gotta go make dinner. So like, it was really not a lot of time to be precious about it, but um, I think they turned out pretty well. The other thing I will say is like, we we do work, it was not unfamiliar to us working in this manner because uh, when we do record, we record in uh, either our own like rehearsal space or at somebody's house. Mm. And then we'll share out the, we'll, 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 uh, uh, bounce the mixes and then put them um, put them somewhere mm-hmm. and then we'll have conversations in uh, some sort of chat app we use slack actually but whatever it was at the time or is now and say we should do this here do this here do this here so that translated pretty pretty seamlessly like we we're used to working in that way a little going into this cool do you I guess James talk? is done <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, James has had what it happens when I when I when I start talking he's like I'm out of here we'll just leave yeah <laughs> Whatever, that guy played drums for Kelly Clarkson. I'm done. Whatever. <laughs> you know, yes, all the time. <laughs> Never going to live that down. But it was good. I was you. actually going to, I was going to, when when we were making the album After You Are Here, which is X's on Your Eyes, mm-hmm. um, on the tour with Kelly, I was cutting drums, like meaning like I was editing drums that I had recorded for X's on tour with Kelly. So I would just like, sit in the green room and like get pro tools light and then just like cut by transients and like move things around and and fix it up and then export it and send it on and that so we were like working on x's while i was on tour with kelly oh really the democratization of audio like is sort of that uh your thesis for this show yeah made me think about that like we were able to finish that album while not being all in the same place the whole time so cool do you guys all use the same DAW? Are you all using a Pro Tools or a flavor of? Uh, not in our, we don't do a ton of the editing in our houses. Um, what at the space we have Logic, which we, which is like 12 years old now. It's like the oldest, it's so old. Um, Logic one. And I think James has, a, and it's pretty old. <laughs> like the, the, I think You Are Here was, was uh, recorded on Nuendo. I don't know if you remember Nuendo. No. Oh wait, uh, now yeah. vaguely um, that that rings a bell, but you know, I couldn't tell you too much about it. And then I think we did. I think we used, or I was able to use Pro Tools LE mm-hmm. um, for X's, but we don't really we don't really share stems as much as we just share bounces and then talk about times, and then we'll go into one spot, like we'll go That's into the studio and and like uh, mess with it. Hmm. Cool. James is uh James is texting me. Or slacking. I got cut off. Did you guys? I said no. We're still on. Can you can you rejoin? He should be able to rejoin, right? Yeah. No. Same link. Same link. Yeah. Absolutely. Um. But yeah. Let me know if there's a problem. He said he's. He said he's. He said he's trying. Okay. Uh, well, hopefully okay. the internet doesn't fail me now. But if we need to, I guess we can make a hard left turn to like a Zencaster. I I have a few contingency plans uh, for these uh, shows. Uh, cause yeah, it's cool when you land a big interview and then, uh, not cool when like something goes wrong and you fail to actually record the interview. <laughs> yeah. Um, so hopefully he'll rejoin. Uh, I guess let's do, let's do a quick review. Mike's, um, what, what are you talking to me through Chris? Uh, what is this? A uh, sure SM seven B. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think SM7B. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm going through a Focusrite Scarlet. I got both of these things recently. Like, 
within two months. I, I, yeah. I didn't have anything here before. And like Pat was saying, like all the recording, all the audio was done with, uh, for the drums with uh, just iPad and phone speakers and microphones. Um, things are James impressive. sweetened it a little bit. It was still still pretty great. It's also yeah. still kind of hurts a little bit. Like the kick drum on Pat's song hurts me when I hear it because it kind uh, of distorts. I mean, you're a drummer. But... Are you ever happy with the kick drum, man? Are you ever mm. happy with the kick In, drum? Infrequently, occasionally. Yeah. <laughs> okay. uh, yeah, I don't know what I'm Pat got. I don't know what Pat got for his mic. What do you have, Pat? Uh, this is, I actually bought this, uh, God, I think maybe 20 years ago. It's a Rode NT1. Um, cool. I think James had had, when he was trying to, um, when he first started recording with the first album at home, mm-hmm. I was kind of uh, intrigued by it. And so I kind of started to try to set up a home thing. He he actually bought a new sound card and gave me his old one. And so I ended up buying this mic, but I never really got it set up. I had... Um, we were recording at his apartment and then we were on tour and then my wife became pregnant and then I just was like, well, I just kind of put it, I actually brought it to the space or, or studio and put it in the closet there um, and never used it. Um, and so this, same as Chris, uh, when you start to realize that uh, we are probably going to be in this kind of, uh, in this quarantine or at least this kind of lockdown mode as a country for a good while, I think still. I was like, well, maybe I should get some stuff so I can do it here. So I bought the same thing that Chris got. I got the Scarlet. Um, or is this Which the Focusrite Scarlet? Is it the one with the two combo jacks in the front? So like XLR slash uh, slash quarter inch inputs on the front? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, the, the one. What's the 4i4 or whatever? Um, cool. I think is what it is. Uh, so for me, it was like, I think I, I think it can record a total of six in. So yeah. I, was, I also got two AKG overheads, um, and then I'll. This is my like area where I, I have my drum sets right over here. This is also where the videos were shot, mm-hmm. and so I'll just have those two overheads. This guy for a kick drum mic, and it's pretty much all you need for a good drum sound. Oh, you uh, got a different one than I did. You got the one with m- more inputs. I think so. Yeah, but it doesn't have six in the front. It's like two in the front four in the back and then if you're in if you're recording it'll allow you to use all four or all six to like record i believe yeah i think you got the uh you got the better one <laughs> i got i, got I, one I did a I shootout between the uh the focus right scarlets and, and my current right. interface uh which is a rme baby face which is a similar number of channels uh as far as in and out but uh, it just has a better software mixer basically it lets you do like Mm. Uh, loopbacks. I'm not sure if you guys are Mac or PC, but I'm a PC Mac. guy uh, or have been since I was in high school. So um, it is nice to have like the loopback feature in my software. So that's cool. Um, man, uh, any word from James? Like, I don't want to like. He's, go res- he's restarting his computer. Okay. Um, okay. No Yeah. Uh, what he was saying is like when he was trying, he said the words are it keeps saying lost connection to host. Okay. Um, so he's going to try restarting and then he's going to, he'll let us know. Yeah. No, if we, no would it, uh, if we we're need to? Though. We're no, pretty it, interesting. I, I, don't, I don't mean to say <laughs> that good. you're not interesting. Like, I just don't want to leave him in the dust and have him like come back and be like, we're talking about like how like he really could have worked a little bit harder on Summer Dress 1, you know, like, come on. 
or something like that. Like, yeah, that's <laughs> that was a complete oh, joke. I, I love. We could that talk song. about working harder. I love that joke. Yeah, uh, I love that song rather. Uh, but um, should we? Uh, let's talk ooh. about working harder. No, on, on that note, Chris. Well, what do you mean? <laughs> well, when you load in and you're loading out at the end of a night of playing a show, sometimes. You know, he just doesn't work as hard as the rest of us. I'm just kidding. Some one of us, yeah, one of us is just not usually there at loadout. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm not going to name names. But, cool. Uh, you guys. Have yeah. Last name starts with a B. Um, <laughs> Did he? Is it so? Honestly, all the pre. Uh, show uh, like research I did basically I've I've dropped four or five lines from my research results and every time you guys have been like um I mean not really no um so I'll just go ahead and confirm a few like kind of like uh assumptions that I had had is it true that James wrote most of the songs from you are here well uh, it's kind of the same mix every time. Oh right, really, Pat? It's like I'd say like a third are Pat's and two thirds are James, and then like in terms of like predominant writing. Um, but we all have a we all have a uh, a part in all of almost all of the songs. Something like Summer Dress, like when it's just or if it's just like him and a guitar, like that's just him and a guitar. But right. um, I, I'd say the mix up is about all this is about the same. Like Pat almost always has. Is a third right, Pat? I don't know. Like that. Yeah. Percentage. Yeah. I mean, generally, any song, any song I sing, it's my song, uh, and we. But we also like most of it, uh, even with the exception, like Chris is saying, of the ones that are just like James on an acoustic. Um, but even those, you know, we always generally all have a hand in at least, you know editing you know even in, in the songwriting like, like oh, you know that that part this i don't like yeah, what if you, know, you went here with that part or, or right like that. yeah yeah, yeah. Sure. and and there there are times that you know james will think of a part or chris will think of a part in one of my songs like a fourth or third or four, you know another section that i'm like oh yeah that works and we use uh, and and that goes for james's songs as well it's like we it's never um it's never, I mean, we do, except for the first record, um, it's, it is a band now. Um, yeah. We don't you know, it has jam been, out the songs, but. We used to. We, it depends, right? You know, X is, like, yeah. X is in like, You Are Here actually, where a lot of those were just kind of written together. Um, like Megalomaniac and songs like that were just like, yeah, those were just jammed. Right. Um really that's right. so cool megalomaniac is one of my favorite songs from that album by the way i love that yeah, song. thanks that song is uh, yes I, i'm gonna correct your wikipedia article and like quote my own po podcast as evidence uh for or a citation for for this <laughs> correction by the way oh see i didn't i didn't realize that what does it say it says that james wrote all oh, the songs it, it and rampant like i could quote i i don't want to waste the time <laughs> but like like yeah, it, it just says that like James basically wrote all the songs after um, someone noticed a uh, track that he did for verses and liked it and said, hey, can you record a whole album's worth of material for me? And then like he, he did all the songs. That's one thing I read. <laughs> well, that, well, that one. Album. Yeah, that is true for the first record, which is the self-titled 
uh, long playing debut album. Um, oh, there you but have is, an album before the one that I'm aware of. Right. That's actually the, that's really the birth of the band, and that that is true. That's actually the birth of the of plus you guys, minus. You guys are yeah. like Aladdin. You're like a whole new world for me right now. It, it, oh my, oh it, my gosh. It Sorry, was really kids. So that was a no, 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 no. It's ah, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. No, I'm, my kids are older now, but I, I would have, I would have right, I would have been right there with you about ten years ago. Um, I've, uh, I've, I've, all of those Disney movies have kind of, uh, it's like oh, lucky you. PTSD. You. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I like some of them. I'm did kidding. Did you get out before Frozen came? Oh man. No, no, no. I was right in the throes of that. My oh, kids were in so in sorry. elementary school. Yeah, when that came out. James, James was able to get back uh well, rather he restarted and he still can't get back in so like maybe oh, we could just like have a whole new link yeah it's a um, whole new link whole new <laughs> <There he is. laughs> um i don't oh let's that'll make editing all difficult though uh well i guess we don't have a choice so here's what we're gonna do i'm gonna set that up uh give me a second to open a new tab and be like i'm a nerd hang on okay here we go. Uh, and I'll send a new guest invite link to the Facebook Messenger. Oh, okay. I'll send it. I'll share it. Uh, that is the thing I want. Yep, that one. There we go. Um, and no one talk for a second. Okay, we're going to switch. Oh no, why does it say go live? Okay. Well, I hope that all works. We'll see. Okay, I sent it. Hey Pat. <laughs> <laughs> I think we we end this and we jump on the other link. Is that what the deal is? I think so. Uh, right. share it in Slack. I did. Hello James. Bye. Welcome back. Yes, I can. Hopefully everyone else joins us. It's going to be a bit of an editing challenge. There's going to be a nice crossfade. Oh, you can't hear me. Uh, hang on. I'll check. Uh, can you hear me now? Murmur. All right, cool. Murmur. Uh, I, I also don't know what happened. Um, as as most tech support that you've maybe ever received has gone, uh, the the answer is not. Let's not find the root cause, but the answer is well. Let's try this as a solution. Uh, <laughs> so uh, we'll let everyone rejoin here. Check check check. Oh, so it's via. Okay, so it, is it meta or meet meta? Let, let me ask you that, James. Uh, me too. Is it insurance or insurance? Or insurance? Uh, I mean, where I'm from, it's insurance. It's insurance. Uh, it's definitely GIF, right? You guys, you guys watching those cool GIFs people are sending around? I mean, as the owner of a GeoCities <laughs> website back in the day about, like, I think Dragon Ball Z, if I'm honest. Um, yeah, nice. um, yeah, it's GIF. For sure, and and JPEG <laughs> with the like all four I'm not letters. Sure I you gotta have an E in there. 
you're not sure if you understand, are you, Siri? Sorry about that. <laughs> I, I don't. Uh, um, we're just kind of just talking smack about you, mostly. Uh, we went to this view and like everyone's face was kind of cut in half. It was suboptimal to be honest, but like, it's cool. It's cool. Uh, we're going to just go live. And then like when someone else joins, oh, here he is. What's up? Okay. That worked. What's up, Patrick? Hey, we're hey. all back together. Hey, the internet's a great thing. Hey, remember how we were talking about how difficult it was to do a studio quality recording uh, back in the 1990s? Well, could you imagine that like a few years later we could stream live to like we could if I chose be streaming live to the internet right now to like Facebook and like YouTube all at the same time and it'd be super cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's nuts. Weird turnaround, right? <laughs> have you uh, have you done a simultaneous stream? Yeah, no. Like so to like, all the platforms. That's what I reached out to you guys about, Patrick. Oh, okay. uh, I, I messaged you on Facebook. You you uh, manage uh, the Facebook messenger, or at least have when you guys have been talking to me. Uh, it seems, and uh, yeah. So what I do is, um, I, I I mean, I make enough money that I don't I don't need people to be my patron or whatever and, and like buy my stuff. Um, so I'd rather sure. people just like give money to charity, uh, which is why I was reaching out to you guys. I. I wanted your permission to basically play your songs in the background and then and just jam electric guitar along to it because that's what I do in my spare time. And if I can mm. convince someone to give a few hundred bucks to charity uh, while I do that, like why the hell not, right? So mm. yeah, um, I wanted to ask your permission before I did it because I know how I'd feel if someone did that to my music without asking. So yeah, <laughs> uh, that, that's how yeah. we got in touch, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was actually looking at this uh, at this restream platform when we were doing our Facebook lives because it seemed lame to only go to one. It is lame, right? Spot. Yeah. You know when there are all these places you could stream to. But, I'd you know. say there are like three or four restreaming services, right? So like the idea of streaming to multiple platforms at once is called restreaming. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, there's caster.io. That was the original one I used. Um, there is um, also uh, restream. Or, yeah, restream.io. I didn't get that. Could you try again? Uh, I don't know, Siri. I can't try again right now. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> is that mine or yours? I, I actually don't know. Uh, I don't think it's mine. I don't have Siri. So uh, it's this. not mine. Not mine. Oh, wow. Interesting. Well, it's Phantom Siri. Yeah. Uh, let's not worry about that. I mean, the AI is yeah. going to take over eventually anyway, so <laughs> moving <Yeah>. on. <laughs> um, I, I, for one, welcome our AI overlords. <laughs> to uh, quote Kent Brockman uh, from The Simpsons, I, for one, welcome our new alien overlords. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so where were we in the conversation? Sorry, I, um, I apologize. Well, I don't know what, what happened to my stuff, but... Oh, it, it's all good. It's all good. We yeah. will we will meld it all together seamlessly yeah. um, the, the magic with of like editing. crossfades and things like that. Yeah. Uh, I'll be like George Lucas with like a sweep fade, and, and a sweep cut or whatever that's, that's called. Um, I believe when I left, though, Pat, Patrick was talking about something. That's a good hint. Um, would you like to suggest uh, maybe what he was talking about? Um, <laughs> was, it, was it tacos? <laughs> Likely, likely it was food. 
Um, no, yeah, I think you were talking about the. Uh, you had been talking about how, you know, when in the studio it was, you were more precious, and in this scenario you were less oh. so. Yeah, yeah, more you, cognizant you, you, of like uh, of yeah. the time that's going by. Maybe is how I interpreted that. Yeah, Patrick. that's at least where that's as far back as I can remember, and that's no reflection on on anything, but either my poor memory or my bad computer. Yeah, I think you might be right, and that's when you you split. Yeah. Sounds about yeah. right. But Chris was talking when you when you were disconnected, so I thought it was personal between you yeah, and Chris. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> do you have something to say to each other? Um, you know hash it out now come on I've learned my lesson yeah (laughs) Um, I I did ask Patrick and Chris about their mics that they're talking about so I want to get your mic and audio interface James if you don't mind oh yeah Um, I am using this uh, Apogee one that's from like it's probably a decade old maybe Mm -hmm. It's it's like old USB, and then I have this uh, Electrovoice RE20, which is um, which is a broadcast style mic, I guess. It is. I and, noticed um, that. Yeah. Is it a also, or a condenser? I'm sorry. I think it's a dynamic mic. Actually. It's a dynamic. Yeah. Is it dynamic? And, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's just like. It looks. It's like just. It's, it's just. Not. Yeah. It's it just, just crazy big. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um. You know, I think uh, I I use this for a couple of vocals lately, and I was like, I should bring that home uh, for the pandemic. Hmm. Um, but you know, the the mic that Chris is using, we've actually done a few final the vocals Rhodes? on that. The Rhodes. Uh, the, um, the Sure. Oh, I thought he called it Rhodes. The right? Sure yeah. SM7. Oh, the yeah, mic that Chris is not. I thought yeah, yeah. said Patrick. It's yeah, it's been a long day. Yeah, been a long yeah. day for me. Yeah, we we've actually done some final vocals on this and on that and and on this one. So mm-hmm. we're kind of like, it doesn't as long as it sounds good, you know. Yeah, for sure. I actually have a condenser here, but um, but I I prefer this for some reason. Anyway, um, back to the conversation. Oh no! Before we move on, oh, sorry. Uh, beyond the the nerd stuff, uh, what's your DAW? Your uh, your digital audio? Recording? I uh, I use Logic. Um, mm-hmm. That's actually what the band uses. Um, cool. Logic and Reason. Um, and that's what I have. Like every, but we've gone through many. It's mostly because of the names of the two. Yeah, they go, to, well, they go I mean, together. Yeah, they just fit yeah. so well. I mean, logic yeah. and reason. I mean, yeah, yeah, come on. They go hand. It, in hand. it made sense to us. Yeah. Uh, I was using stupid ass jokes for a while, but uh, it didn't fit well with. Logic and well, have you ever reason. tried the emotion synth with it? It totally crashes <laughs> everything. It's awful. <laughs> um, Sorry, dad but, jokes ever. Dad jokes. Done. Yeah. All right. I um. We do the same. We uh. <laughs> you know. We, I think we've used in this band Cubase, oh. Nuendo. What do you think of Cubase? I and then Pro Tools and Logic. Um, I liked it when I had it. Oh, really? You know, but I mean, you know, it, it's it's like you you just use whatever you can 
when you can. And Especially in the 90s. I think I actually was really good at Nuendo. I like Nuendo. That, um, that seemed yeah. to be the most user-friendly. Yeah. Um, at the time, you know, when I switched to Macs, it just, I never, I never caught hold of Nuendo again. But, mm-hmm. uh, um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's sort of like, cause we've, we've also rented a lot of studios over the years. Um, and we've had to use other people's computers and we, we kind of just use whatever is there, whatever that person has. That's um, cool. Yeah. Oh, so, is that why we were using, but, I was using Pro Tools on tour with Kelly because we were renting that one place and we recorded everything on Pro Tools at, from that one spot. I think so. That was the hardest actually to learn. Yeah. Um, really, for Pro me. Tools? Yeah, it's, I've it's, heard it's, logic is actually pretty uh, a pretty steep curve to learn, but um, I mean, that's yeah, just I, 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 it probably is. But it, I think it's more like Cubase or Nuendo than mm-hmm. it, than Pro Tools. I think Pro Tools stands on its own, and it probably works the best. Like it crashes the least, and it's the fastest. Hmm. Um, but it's, you know, I learned elsewhere and then I tried Ableton live yep. once and it was, I just couldn't really do anything there. So. See when you use yeah. the uh, free one audacity at all, it's a pretty sure. common one that comes up for podcasting, which is one of the aspects that I talk about on my show. Um, yeah. I've used that, um, for, do you know what? Og is, I think it's Og. Ogg. Um, yeah. The original no? gangster gangster. No. Um, no, it's it's some file format that I O-G-G. guess. Ogg. Audas- oh, oh, yeah. Oh, Ogg lossless audio format. Sorry. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. You gotta oh, like be like a file extension. Ogg. Like I'm such a nerd. Yeah. That, like I thought you might be talking about like original gangsters. Yeah. Somehow, and and, may, and, to, like, and maybe nobody calls it Og. Like, oh, I mean, what do, you, what do you mean? Maybe I'm so out of it that nobody calls it Og. But, um, I bet they do. But I think Audacity can read that. Mm-hmm. If I'm, if I'm, and, um, you know, there are those, uh, multi tracks going around of songs that were in Guitar Hero. Yeah. And I think that's the only time I used Audacity was like somebody sent me the, the multi-track files for a couple Queen songs. Oh, cool! And then I, yeah. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I, you know, you use whatever you can. You know, it's a miracle. I it's a I miracle agree. that all this that all this exists in the first place. So, I mean, my first recording of album uh, of an album or even any song was like on a uh, a digital eight-track recorder, right? But it didn't have like a digital audio export. So, like my plan, my master plan as a teenager was, what I'll do is I'll I'll get my audio interface from my computer, and then once at a time, like I'll do vocal track one, and I'll I'll hit record on my on my on my computer <laughs> and try to hit play on the on the eight-track at the same time. And it'll be fine. Won't be so hard to line up, right? And I mean, you laughed, so you know what happened when I tried to do that. It didn't yeah. work out super great. I think, um, yeah, I think we recorded a record like that actually um, <laughs> in the nineties. Yeah, of uh, one of the versus records was basically played out of our Roland VS eight eighty into Mine a computer. Mine was a BR eleven eighty, but also yeah. uh, uh, 
yeah, a boss instead of a Roland. Yeah, same same difference. But it was the same thing. It was like I hit play and then I <laughs> played as many tracks as I could out into mm-hmm. the interface and then mm-hmm. went back and tried to land them up. And it was it was yeah. It was a small nightmare. Do you guys still... uh use any audio plugins these days or suites these days? Um I have a few go-to that I that I go to. For instance, if you look around my room right now, you'll notice there's tile in the background and like a, a wood wall behind me and like there's no audio treatment in the room generally. So like to get mm-hmm. a good audio take often for music, you know, without reverb, I'll have to use effects and, and suites like that, like isotope or, or things like that. Do you guys use any of those? Uh, we... We have a few Waves plugins that we mm-hmm. use, um, and then um, a few of the Sound Toys yeah. plugins. Um, and then I just got the Eventide H9 plugins. But generally, um, like weirdly, not very many. Um, Interesting. Yeah. What's there your was... favorite delays? Because you guys use a lot of delays, from from what I hear, at least uh, yeah. by, my, by my ear. I mean, I usually just they're they're pedals. Like which James pedal? has a pedal problem. I have yeah. a pedal Shame. problem too. I have yeah. a Helix and a Variax. If you can see the Variax, but yeah, me. gotcha. Um, yeah, I mean, I have this thing called Echo Boy, which yeah. is a Sound Toys plugin, but. That's like fairly recent, um, mm-hmm. but they're usually analog delays. Um, the one that I use a lot is the AD80, which has, cool. you know, it sort of like runs away really mm-hmm. easily. Um, but yeah, the, the the plugin situation, we I think we bought a set in in the early 2000s from waves and that that's basically it you know wow i've and we buy on the cheap that's awesome well i mean you know we we have to update it no just to be i think like, it's super cool that you guys are yeah. like honestly most people they I make, talk to they so make you far, update them oh well, yeah. yeah of course they make you update them yeah and then they're always charging money for it and stuff but like yeah most people i talk to drop you know 800 bucks on a plug-in suite and and upgrade it every time there's a new version that comes out so um, yeah, it, it's cool yeah. that you guys have produced something so high quality from from my perspective with without dropping, you know, 20 grand. Yeah. Oh, cool. Thanks. Um, I think the thing. You know, like the, we've been on people's computers where they had all of them, mm-hmm. you know, they had the whole waves collection. Of course. But I was always like, well, what happens when we leave here? And we don't have that plugin. So I've basically right. just been using one or two mm-hmm. the whole time. And that's basically everything else is just we compress it on the way in. You know. Makes sense. And yeah. We, if the if the guitar has delay, it's it's a pedal that mm-hmm. we record before. Which means that it's on the recording. So you don't have to worry about not having the pedal later if you record it with the pedal at the studio. That's what you mean? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, like, you know, it's it's kind of a bummer. Like, uh, you know, we have, all of our old records are, they're done 
on old DAWs that we don't have anymore. So like we can't access the thing anymore. Oh, it's too you know, bad. If I, like if I wanted to go remix one, it's mm -hmm. now impossible. You know, and whatever so, weird uh, plugin that we, that, yeah, if we had one weird plugin that we used at that time, it's gone now. It's that that provider is gone. So, one of the things I've done <laughs> on my charity live stream on, on that topic is is uh, there there is a plugin from Isotope. The, uh, this podcast might as well be called the Isotope Appreciation Hour. By the way, uh, if they want to sponsor mm -hmm. me at any point, feel free. By the way, to, to sure. reach out or give me a free version. Of your Brought suite. to you by Isotope. You know, yeah, please. Yeah. Uh, but so, like, I've done things like they have this music rebalance tool that literally, like, let's say all you have is like the CD quality version of the song that you recorded, right? And it's all just mixed together, but you want to like remix it. I've used this tool to basically separate out all the drums, separate out all the bass, separate out all the guitars, and separate all the vocals. Well, actually, it's bass, drums, vocals, other, right? So like keyboards and, and guitars. But like hmm. I, I did that to like a couple of Jason Mraz songs and like played along to make it mine, right? Where I yeah. was singing Jason Mraz and playing his guitar, but like the horns were backing me up from the original album, which was super cool and questionably legal but um uh yeah. it was hard to get in touch with him he didn't return my facebook messengers um like you guys did <laughs> <laughs> and i felt like he wasn't gonna miss the the uh few views or whatever so i went for it um but you can get away with a lot of cool stuff with some plugins these days for sure we yeah. we might need to do that because <laughs> i did just recently i was telling these guys uh there's a song that was in contention for X's on your eyes that mm -hmm. all the all the music was done i had done several vocal tracks for it and i just just did not meet it i just didn't meet i didn't like it so i scrapped it <laughs> um yeah, cutting and the then floor. Yeah, right absolutely. so that was what 2007 or something yeah. maybe 2000 yeah and 2008 early 2008 um i came across the uh on my Apple Music Shuffle, it, it came on in the car and it had, it was probably one of the last, you know, uh, mixes that was sent out. I probably said to James, just erase all the vocals. Mm. Just give me, just give me the, except that there's one section where there's vocals. And so I must've liked that. So, <laughs> but the rest of this song is no vocals. And so I was in the car and I just listened to it and I started singing along with it. And I was like, oh, this is way better than what I had done before. So I mentioned it a few nights ago to James and he's like, oh, I don't know if we're going to be able to find that. Mm. that uh, so maybe we can use that software that you're talking about to take the version we have. And Hey guys, I'd love to uh, just help you out as a fan. I have the software. I could split it into stems if you want. Let hey. me know. Know. All right. Happy Brought to, to you by you. Isotope. We're making, we're, <laughs> making, we're making deals here. Uh, no, I mean, technically, right. we just kept Isotope for making some money right there. Um, well, you know, you, you we'll cut that out it, for so, the uh... version we send to Isotope for <laughs> right. the, the sponsor request, obviously. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, but but that it's it's like a problem, you know? Mm -hmm. Like it, it is. Will it any, is. will any of the I'm DAWs lucky. exist? The same DAW. My basically ever since. Yeah. Trying, I got Cubase for free with like this crappy little audio interface I got originally. It was like a, a it had two inputs on the front, like your Scarlets. 
had two yeah. inputs on the front that were combo jacks and then a couple of quarter inputs on the, on the back that I could do to get a total of technically six, but effectively two mics and, and uh, a few quarter inch inputs. Um, and I got by with it for a long time, uh, but it came with Cubase, which I found very difficult to learn. Uh, and then a few years later, PreSonus came out with Studio One, uh, which is their DAW. And I've used it ever since. It's actually, I, I found it super intuitive and because I just keep upgrading the same DAW, it's super convenient, right? Like it's backwards compatible. I can open the songs that I recorded originally way back in the day. Yeah, I think that's that's good as long as they exist. Exactly, you know? as long as I mean, they you know, exist. Yeah. I, guess, I guess as long, I mean, you know, and part of that is you keep buying that software, but well, you know, yeah, and being judicious I'm, about exporting stems, right? When you're done yeah. with the song, and yeah, like you can kind of do that's, admin work to to get around some of yeah. the stuff, but it's a pain that's, spot. That's the other problem. I think I'm too lazy to do yeah. that kind of, be on top of archival stuff. I should have been doing it the whole time. I do have some. You gave me some discs, CDs, backed up backup CDs of like the early albums. But like, where are we gonna put those CDs? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I think I have the same from yeah. like some of the air <coughs> studio work that we did. But yeah, we're I have to buy yeah a, a drive a CD drive. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you. Who has but a CD player? But you're smart to um, to only use one. See, I think I kind of just used as I said earlier. We just use what we what was available to us. There's something um, to be said for that. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But you know, if it, a, uh, if it was a two-inch tape, there'd be no question of whether we could play it back, unless you didn't you know. own it, right? Like, yeah. like, uh, didn't the Beatles have to go through somewhere? They had to like buy back some of their tapes and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, a big thing. Um, I, I definitely want to not let you go without asking a few other questions. I know that. We'd set aside. Oh wow, we're ten minutes over. I don't want to be disrespectful, so thank you guys for, for no, staying on longer fine. with me. Um, uh, is it is it cool if I ask a few more questions, or, or do we have to wrap up? I'm, I'm fine either way. It's it's fine with me. It's I, fine with me. I was I was gone for a good fifteen minutes. Okay, so. well, I appreciate yeah. that. That's very generous uh, of y'all. Thank you. Um, do you do you make a habit of reading comments? on your YouTube posts or, or, uh, or, or other posts like your, your social media posts. Cause I can um, see an argument for both directions after experiencing it over the, the series of years. No, for uh, me, I, I, yeah. I don't. Personally I do. Yeah. Um, but I don't really put a lot of, um, put a lot of weight into it either way okay. like there are certain people who really like us and that's cool and there's pe certain people that will put a whatever comment on that actually doesn't happen that often but like i kind of just like i had to look at it and i'm like oh that's cool someone wrote i guess it does matter to me <laughs> 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 it does i mean I, I i do appreciate when people do write but like i don't really you know like it's it's uh you don't know who that person is you know like that that person could be crazy 
you know, they could be really cool. They could be, um, could be my mom, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, you know, so I, I kind of like, <clears throat> I'm always like, oh, what, who is this? But yeah, I do read them and I, I do like the attitude, man. Yeah. I, wish I, I, I really like that. it. You know, like if someone has something nice to say, I, that's nice. You know, I read I mean, them. No. Yeah. If I could only read the positive ones, sign me <laughs> up. Absolutely. <laughs> hey, Pat, Patrick, I, do you read them? Yeah. Well, Patrick, I, what about you? I do tend to be the one that's doing the social media stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so yeah. I do res- respond to things like things that people say, um, <clears throat> I don't, yeah. the social media stuff, there's very little negative stuff. It's like people just, I mean, in terms of like Instagram, Twitter hmm. and for, for, for our posts, generally it's people who like us. Um, there's no, we're not, we're not in the position to have like haters. <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah. you need to be successful you've, first you've got an established uh, <laughs> presence i guess is what you're trying to say right like it's not like randos are coming in and suddenly well maybe some are but like i don't, I don't think enough people yeah. care only the people that care are looking at it mm-hmm. um i think it might have been different for some of the youtube stuff uh mm-hmm. some of the stuff that got a little bit more traction like one of uh what's the song that um what's the video that steve did uh oh, that was unsung was you know was a featured youtube video when it was released so there that thing was viewed over two hundred and fifty thousand times and i think that day or in a in in a day and a half so there 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 were some i read through a lot of those comments and there's a lot that's just some of it's just you know what you would expect uh but yeah i don't and by that you mean awful just absolutely awful yeah just but just like someone dumb making it you know (laughs) this is you know like we were talking earlier about how you know technology allowed it kind of democratized recording music Mm -hmm. um in the same way that i think social media allows people to have a voice and and people who watch it it allows to have a voice it doesn't necessarily mean that everyone should <laughs> yeah <And laughs> you know the, like the anonymous it's, aspect of it hasn't right necessarily like been healthy for sure but i guess what i'm trying to say is like even it's gonna sound like a dick thing i'm sorry terrible thing to say <laughs> but you know just because everybody can record doesn't mean that everyone should <laughs> Yeah. I mean, you know, we, we were also talking like when we were sort of testing our mics before mm-hmm. we got on with you. Yeah. We were like, you know, what is, what's on your list for worst songs of all time? And like, you know, those are they're actually popular songs. Yeah. Right. Some of the things that we f- flipping hate, <laughs> you know, they're, they're, they are very very they're very popular songs and like you know if if you put up their comments versus stuff that i like there's probably more people liking that stuff and you know there's no accounting for anyone's taste so like i don't i try not to take any any of the comments too too um too personally because it's like you know it could be like anyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't internalize any of that stuff, but you it's, know, 
Lucky you guys. I, uh, yeah. I I made the mistake of reading the full YouTube comments once for like a, a one of my early songs that I posted back before uh, like they had the uh, the filter on for for the comments. You know, like the let's let's eliminate the crazies basically filter or whatever they added. Um, uh, man, it was a rough rough night. Like man, <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, you yeah. know, the, I I think that uh, you know. You you really can't please everybody. Can't please everyone. Absolutely. You know, but like you know, I think in our situation, there's like a, a whatever. There's a small group of people that like us that they're not really gonna say anything. They're gonna like most of what we do, and mm-hmm. you know, and I you know I appreciate that, but I also don't. You know, that's like those are our people. You know. Yeah. Mm. Like, yeah, like yeah. I think there's a difference between, like I I will internalize a negative review, you know, yeah. like that that will be like oh like a critic review, a critical yeah critical like a a, a, a like a yeah a critic's review, but now anyone can write one, but like you know from 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 publications that are uh, I guess more you know well known those are. Those are a little difficult to swallow. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, that's just a guy, too. Or that's just right. a person yeah. that, you know. It's true. And, you know, when when we were coming up, you know, Pitchfork was like, you know, they they went out of their way sometimes to to, to be <laughs> awful to some people. Because yeah. it was, I mean, they, you know, that's what the, that's what Pitchfork is, right? Yeah. It's like they come out with their Pitchforks and, like, you know, I have a, a friend, you know, I'm not going to name their name, but like they got a zero on Pitchfork and Oof. like, you know, and the reviewer just spent the whole time talking about like they didn't really even listen. They just kind of crapped on them for the whole huh. review. You know, I, I think that's just it's like it's lazy it's, it's it's a waste of time yeah. you know for yeah, everybody you're not helping and, anyone right no and yeah. it's just, it's just sure. like why why put that up why just you just don't review it you know yeah like you know you're you're trying to tell people not to buy the thing it's like you know i don't know i i think that that's just mean-spirited and and awful but um you know and and it's just it could just be one guy and yeah. you don't even know maybe that one guy has it out for that kind of band, you know, it's like, so I try not to, to yeah. dwell on that stuff, but it is hard. You know, have you guys ever paid for a pitchfork or a, a media outlet to, to do a media, uh, an album review? I was asked at one point to like, Hey, if you pay us some money, we'll review. Wait, your you album. can do that. I was like, I mean, that's, that that's, sounds like BS. I'm not sure how many readers you guys have, but I, I didn't know you could do that. Actually, I mean, I they think, wrote a glowing review, and it cost me about fifteen bucks. Um, yeah, huh. but uh, I, I, it wasn't I, worth I guess, the money. I guess I'll say a minute. <laughs> I guess I'll say no. But the thing is, like, we have we have publicists. Yeah. Okay. So if they're making that deal, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but I I certainly haven't. Uh, I I must I'm naive. I just I thought that was just antithetical to to the review process. 
I would have thought so too. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, I mean, well, you... any any reputable yeah well. reviewer. <laughs> it turns yeah. out you can get scientific <laughs> papers published if you pay a fee in, in certain in certain journals, right? So like, uh, you can get by a lot of different things. Uh, but right, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I yeah, that's interesting to know if you guys have ever run into that. Um, no, but uh, I will keep it in mind. For yeah. <laughs> can you can you send along the information of the person that reviewed your record? By the way, uh, if anyone would like to pay me to pour myself out to write a very positive review for yeah. their album, you know, feel free to go to dsmagic.us you know, and uh, you'll find um, I, I did want to ask... Um, because you are the for, first uh, group of guys that has like done any kind of like international touring, um, like was that like a whole new world uh, to quote Aladdin again, uh, or <laughs> uh, like what was that experience like? Um, what had you had part part of you guys already experienced that during verses? It's not clear to me during my research. Um, I go ahead. No, yeah, no. I was just gonna say we we did, we did tour. Um, at least when I was in Versus, we we did one tour of the UK. Um, it was supposed to be a longer tour. It was supposed to be all of Europe, and we were supposed to be opening for Throwing Muses. Uh, and it was thinking to be like a month or five or six week tour or something. Hmm. Uh, but then she found out she was pregnant and canceled the tour. That was a bummer. So our label at the time uh, salvaged the flights, our, 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 already, our, our airfare to uh, put together, uh, I think, a, was it two weeks? Two or three weeks? Mm-hmm. It was of, something uh, like that. In the UK, which was fun. Um, but that was, that was it. That was the only international. Oh, yeah, no, we also went to, oh, no, we, no that didn't work out either. We were supposed to, <laughs> Versus was supposed to play all tomorrow's <laughs> parties. And uh, we had we got, some bad luck. Yeah, we had bad luck. We we all went over, but uh, the lead singer ended up uh, having a medical issue and never made it over. Oh no! Uh, but we had, we had a good time. In the, we drove over, took the drove through the channel over to Paris. We didn't. We we played for Mark Robinson team. We we backed up Mark at yeah. ATP, but that was it. We didn't. We had a show booked at the at the garage with uh with. Wasn't that supposed to be opening for um, Mission of Burma? Correct. Yeah, and that and we went to the show. Yeah. Or I don't know if you, did you go to the show? I went to the show. Yeah. You did. Okay. But um, yeah. yeah, the main thing I remember with that the tour was um, I was just telling the story. We were driving on the wrong side of the car. Right. In England. <laughs> Uh, you know, getting used to the, the road. Or, well, I guess you, it's both, isn't it? It's both. Yeah, yeah it's both. <laughs> have, have you ever done that? No, no. Yeah. I bet it's very so, off-putting, though. <laughs> but it's it's like it's like a, this awful feeling where um, you know you, you've you know you consider yourself a good driver and you you have all these instincts built up after mm-hmm. many hours on the road. And then you get there and it's like, ah, oh, God, now I have to look the other way every time. Like, ah, it's, it's like a weird natural. nightmare that you never thought to actually think of. And like, yeah. <laughs> instead of showing up to, to school in your underwear, like it's yeah. driving on the wrong side of the road. But, <laughs> but, it, but it, ex- yeah. yeah, it's like, it's like awful. Cause you know, when we were doing it, we were driving around like five people hmm. and you know, you have to be super on it to like, just do it correctly. And then we, 
drove into France, and then we were on our normal side of the road, but on the wrong side of the car. <laughs> you know, Oops. and that's that's no good. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's a stick shift, and the you know the stick is on the wrong hand. Oh no! I, I but, hadn't even occurred to me. Yeah, the clutches the clutches on the right the, on the correct side. Oh, wow. so like every you know, yeah. So that was a nightmare, but it, it was, was a good time. It was a good time. But I guess getting to plus minus to answer <laughs> answer your question, um, yeah, we. Uh, you want to jump in, Chris, and talk about? Yeah, I was going to ask Chris, uh, what about your first international tour? Like when when you went outside the country to play music and get paid. What was that like? Oh, and get paid. Um, oh, <laughs> different is that story. A, is that a, are those two different lines? Uh, yeah, no, we actually did get paid. Well, I played in other bands before Plus Minus, so right. I I did go to Taiwan and play uh, a music festival there called Spring Scream, uh, mm. and that was that was eye opening, super fun. And then I also, and that's with that same group, played in Norway. Um, would just busk on streets. Um, so like that was those were my first international trips. I guess technically got paid because we were busking, and so like we made some money that way. Um, but the lion's Wait, did share. You, did you self fund that? Yeah. The Norway one. Mm. Uh, the Norway one, yes. The Spring Scream mm. one, they paid the air our airfare to come over, um, mm. but then nothing else, and so we had to like make up the rest of it while we were there. Which was still felt like luxury at that point. It was like amazing to get paid, like basically Someone, to get a free yeah. flight to Taiwan. Exactly. It was insane. Um, so, but then the first, but the first like real, real tour uh, was was plus minus. I think outside of the outside of the U.S. to Japan and Taiwan. And then we did that eight times. <laughs> or how, how many times did we go to Taiwan or to Japan? I think is it six, five or six? I feel like it's it's six. I think it's six for you guys, five for me. Yeah. So I think my favorite, like if, that's if we're six different favorites. times you went to Japan, right? To be to be clear, uh, how many like yeah. shows did you play every time you you went overseas and, and went on to the island? Uh, generally, it's like what five to eight shows each time, something like I that. I think in the beginning it was many in the beginning it was longer. In the in the oh, beginning, really? yeah. In the beginning, the first couple. Uh, Wait, I was more gone shows for... than that? Oh yeah, yes. I was gone yeah. for like three weeks the first two years, oh, yeah. two thousand four and five. Oh. Um, Way back. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we we also did plus minus did do two European tours, uh, mostly Germany, mm. and then uh, Russia. But I think yeah. So you oh yeah, you guys. Germany. We've successfully con uh, confirmed a single aspect of my pre-research, by the way, for, for this entire interview. I think every time yeah. I've tried to like been like, oh, I, I thought I read this, and you're like, yeah, I mean, not quite. Basically, yeah. me no, we, we, <laughs> three tours we've, in Germany. We've, yeah, we've been, we've done quite, quite. I mean, you know, it's, it seems like a, you know. A, a distant memory now, but we've done a lot of of those, you know, of different countries, and it was great. But uh, you know, the Japan one, it was sort of like a dream when we went there. It was like this mm. alternate world where 
um, that where touring was civil and you know everybody yeah. liked this. Nice. You know? Except yeah. for, do you guys remember the first couple of times we ended our songs, like in between songs? Yeah. Yeah. It's like deadly silent. Yeah. So like the... there, you there's clapping for about I don't know two or three seconds. Everybody claps. Very appreciative. Yeah. Everybody stops. Nobody talks. And then we're like tuning or something, and it's like it's incredibly off-putting the first couple of times it happens because yeah. you just feel like you're bombing. Um, there's no espresso machine going off. There's no like play another one. There's just nobody's talking at all. There's no beers clinking. It's crazy quiet. Yeah, I, I didn't feel like we were bombing though because the when they do applaud, it's like. It's like someone like, turned on a noise gate or something like it just yeah it, it, it was like a it was it really was like a like a an applause track for a second i definitely then, did not take that to mean that we were doing awesome when everybody stopped i was yeah. like uh yeah that's the difference between you and me i was like hey everybody knows a little bit's enough. jimmy <laughs> as long as i got two but, seconds of clap uh, i'm good uh, you have a very you have a very that's all I need. Positive sense of self. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it, it is. It, from, but you it, it is odd because um, I remember also like uh, tuning, yeah, the guitar and being able to hear the, you know, like we have those tuners that mute your signal. Yeah. But I could hear the strings as yeah. I was. Oh, you I mean, know, that's how during quiet, the show. That's how, yeah, like you that's could how hear quiet it is. Acoustically, we were on some pretty big stages yeah. too because we were playing with some pretty yeah. big bands at that time. And so I was a good, <laughs> what, 20, 20 feet away from you, Jimmy? I don't know. That guy was yeah. a ways away from you. And I could hear Jimmy's strings. Yeah. Like, yeah. like a rubber band pluck. Yeah. You know. It was... But then but then you realize there that that's, that is, that's just that's how... That's the way it is. That's the custom of... Mm -hmm. They yeah. want to hear... It's disrespectful to the to the band or the to the act to 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 be making noise in between. They kind of want to, or at least we were told at least that like they want to see what you're doing between the songs. Want to hear you, you know, talk amongst each other. You know, yep. It's all part of it, which yeah. is just it's just you know obviously strange to see when you are used to playing uh, shows elsewhere where. Uh, you're competing with the din of the of the audience talking yeah yeah, yeah, like, yeah for sure. or like if like there's a if you're doing well in a rowdy area of the world there's going to be like that rowdiness will keep going you know like through yep. and to the next song or to like whatever that is shouting or nothing another one or like so what but no nah, it's totally quiet i think those first tours were eight to ten shows there were many because we went we went pretty far in into Japan. Yeah. It wasn't just five do, or seven. I do remember, you know, play, like playing an actual quiet song there is amazing. Yeah, mm. that is Because it actually sounds, there's nobody talking. Oh, people are listening. So, yeah, so you have like, you know, you know when you have your like super sensitive song and someone's like yelling some crap. Or like, you know, you can hear the bar. There's like tons of people at the bar just talking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like that just doesn't happen there. They're just like watching. 
It's just silent. Yeah. It's actually it's the way I measure a good open mic or a good performance at a at a bar is if I get the the people at the bar to to shut up for a second, like if they quiet down, the chatter goes down. Like I know that I must be doing something pretty good right now because everyone's shutting up to listen to me. <laughs> but uh, yeah. yeah, just to kind of reflect on the uh, on 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 your point about whether or not you were bombing earlier. Yeah. I no. I you know, I I mean you know. That's the most. I I don't think any other country is like that. Mm. You know that we've played. Every other yeah, they, show we we played was like, you know, if people liked us, it was like crazy loud and and raucous and and fun. You know, and not not that it wasn't fun in Japan. It's just like it's it's strange. Yeah. yeah, it's, it's different. Takes some adjusting. It's different than any other place. Yeah, in the way that the audiences behave, and because like our Taiwan, our Taipei shows, that one is in particular. I don't remember what year it was. Was nuts. You would have thought we were the biggest band in the world at that show. Yeah. You, what you was that feeling time? like? Pretty good. Not bad. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah. It's like I mean, this alternate know, it, reality. Yeah, it's 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 great to like I don't know to feel like like you're connecting. Mhm. You know, and I, I what you know you get that feeling sometimes when there's just 10 people in the room also. And you know, I I I much you know, whatever the show is, it's like um there are some nights you just have it, you know. And that was that was one of those nights. But I, I, you know, I remember, and you know, I'm going to say this, and we we played this show on our very first tour in El Paso, Texas, <laughs> and uh, what I, whatever it was, you know, like the ten people there were really into it, mm. and it was the mo- it was probably more fun than any show on on that tour, even the ones that had way more people. Yeah. Know? Um. And there's no, there's just no accounting for that. I mean, the only reason to do this is to connect with people, you know. And agreed. Um, and if you can do it in it, then like a genuine way, it's that's it makes it worth it, you know. Is that too yeah. philosophical? I agree. It's kind of, <laughs> no, it, it is, but like it's kind of it's kind of untouchable. It's uh, ineffable, right? Like. Um, it's yeah. hard to put I mean, your I, finger on, but like you know when you get it. It's like pornography, yeah. I guess, in that way. Uh, it's weird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's more of an everyday sort of feeling. Um, this is, no, that was this, a Truman this is, reference. This is really clear. rare. Oh, Not okay. Actual, like, okay. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I think it was Truman. Oh, uh, uh, yes. Anyway. Uh, so mine was too. Oh, sure. I was talking, yes. I was talking about the Truman show. Absolutely. Too. Yeah. <laughs> um, I gotta go brush know, my teeth. No. <laughs> I I've been up for twenty three hours, so oh boy. I would like to wrap. Wait, really? Yeah, I didn't. I have sleep problems, so let's oh. not like feel bad for Daniel, because uh, mm. don't worry about it. But like, what I do want to make sure not to leave without asking is if if any of you guys got a funny story that jumps out to you from uh from from the years. Hmm. Wow, you put us on the spot there. 
Oh, is it a funny story? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, I mean, no, yeah, it must be funny. Uh, I must the, laugh. I, I mean, that there are so many that would, would probably uh, it'd be hard to think of one. Uh, you got sure. one, Chris? Chris, you're usually good for these. I don't have one. Mm-hmm. Do you have three? Do you, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know what you mean, but I don't have one, Chris. <laughs> I've got so many. Um, okay. Uh, you know, you're so you've been out for so long. I don't know. We should really <laughs> keep going don't like this. I'm not uh, going to sleep actually... for another four hours. Best case scenario. So, so don't worry about it too much. It's just my my wife would like to see see me at some point tonight. So. Mm. Uh, no, I actually can't think. Of yeah, it's cold, it's hard a to... cold start funny story. Yeah, if it comes up organically in the conversation, I think we can we can regale you with it. But I, don't I think know there have, have been funny funny stories that have come up actually. So I'm, yeah. I'm happy to go with those. But yeah, uh, yeah. it's just a, a final question I like to ask any anyone who is a live performer because. But uh, I mean, thanks so much for your time, guys. I, I don't want to put you on the spot. So you've been super generous with your time. <laughs> you've rejoined the stream and yeah. we'll get it all put together. Yeah. To... With the magic of editing, I bet I bet this will be super awesome. It will yeah. be. Uh, <laughs> wait until you guys see what I put together. Uh, I think you'll be impressed. Uh, but what I do want to say is just uh, thanks for being so generous. And I will send you this video for like pre-review before I post it anywhere. Sure. And I'm going to use this uh, software called Descript so that it is uh, transcribed for hearing impaired. I'm not sure if mm. you guys know anyone who who um, who can't hear well, but um, it, it's something that uh, I'm a little bit passionate about. So oh, I want to okay. make sure it's cool. available yeah, and great. accessible to everyone. So yeah, thank you for, for joining and staying late. And yeah, have a great, great weekend, everyone. You Thanks too. Thanks for having us. Thanks a lot, Dan. Thanks for having us. It was fun. Bye. Bye.